Podcast time with me, Yvonne Lookin, and you, Daniel Brennan. Daniel Brennan. It's been ages. I know, since in person, yeah. It's been a few weeks. Yeah. And I'm um, still working on getting the last episode up, so you'll be rapid fire. You might get two kind of hitting you in a row-ish. And then, yeah, more travel coming up in June. What are you, go- what are you doing? Where are you going? What's, your, what's the plan? Uh, Dorkland for a couple days. Ooh. Uh, in early June, uh, which we might be able to schedule around. We'll see. Mm-hmm. And then uh, 21st of June is off to Europe and then then uh, the U.S. So Exciting. we'll definitely be doing some more of those Riverside. Uh, I, and what will be cool is when I'm in, so I'm going to um, Stockholm and I'm going to Dublin. Okay. And in both of those places, I'll have guests. Cool. That will that are like of wine and so they'll come on with you. Yeah, they'll be in the same room as yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Can you kind idea. of hint, or is it going to just wait for a surprise? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, just people I I work with. Okay. Um, people that might have stories one, about you. No, nothing. Like, I hope not. <laughs> not yet, at least. I've only been. I haven't even been to Stockholm yet. I hope they haven't heard of me there yet. My reputation doesn't precede me, you know. Um, no, it'll be. It should be the guy I'm working with who's really knowledgeable and a good dude on New Zealand wine. And then I'm trying to lock down um, this guy. Uh, and I, I don't want to say anything in case it doesn't work out. But a guy who is uh, or a woman. It's one of the two at mm. this uh, pretty good spot in Dublin who has heaps of knowledge. But they're cool too. You know what I mean? And probably I like just, that. Yeah, just have something. Because you don't to want bring. a nerd that's not cool. No, that was the idea, <laughs> is uh, to stay away from that. Um, so, yeah, and then flip side, you know, if you have somebody who is in town and wants yes. to just come to the house or something. Actually, have- that's something that we should talk about um, here and now. Because even though, you know, we're recording here in uh, Hastings, the town that we live in, city rather, um, we love to have guests. So if you're coming to Hawke's Bay, if you're in the wine industry or in, mm-hmm. you know, viticulture or in, you know, just a – do they have to be in the wine industry? I would they say do. even yeah. parallel, but no, no, parallel, they don't have to be. I'd know, be interested in talking to other people. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Let us know. Let us know if you're if you're coming into town because you know you might you might pass muster. We could we could bring you into the secret um, layer of yeah, maybe of you're AA like a uh, potential member of parliament from the ACT Party, something like that. Yeah. You know, you might want to come in and have a chat with yeah. us. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I might get you on that one. Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, tell us and so hit us up. Email us at um, yndpodcast at gmail or just message us on Facebook or Instagram or what have you because that's we like yeah. it. we like our guests, don't yeah, we? We, we? We love get, it when we have a guest. We did, we've got a couple emails. People, hmm. uh, you know, I suppose the other thing is uh, if you want your wine to be on here, you yes. could reach out, right? We could reach out totally. Yeah, and we could. Chop it up. We could chop know? it up, <laughs> yeah. rip it to shreds. No, we would yeah. never do that, but we kind of might. Oh, <laughs> it's tricky. So um, now we've got to make a. We've got to do this quick. F- quick, because 
Um, I have a hard out, yeah. which is an expression that you taught me about a mm-hmm. number of episodes ago, mm-hmm. which means I've got something, places to go, pe- people to be. Um, I've got someone coming around to clean my ceilings. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. I, you know, the joy, mm. the excitement I get. I'm, I'm not kidding. Excited. I'm really excited about that. Cleaning, ceiling cleaning just fills me with joy. Um, so, yeah, it's, and that's not a euphemism either. No. He's actually cleaning my ceilings. Um, what else is going on? What's what's some stuff that has um, put a smile on your face uh, since we last spoke? Uh, travel would probably mm-hmm. be the one thing. Uh, I had a great time in Queenstown, and I have to say after uh, – I don't think anything was ever horrendous down there, but after mixed reports from people who had visited or was working or does work down there – that they've, you know, they kind of experienced a whole other sort of thing over the last few years, a lot of which revolved around no help in places. Oh, with the pandemic and not yeah. having any staff and yeah. really struggling to find people in the hotels. And, and then also, also, like, early on, they were just, you know, uh, you know, relying on domestic tourism and everything. Yeah, I think yeah. last year that, that popped, but they mm. had nobody to help. So we actually are importer was uh, here over the summer even, so not even five months ago, you know, and he was saying that, you know, their whole family were going out and places weren't open for lunch. Mm, There was mm. not enough staff. They were only open certain nights. And um, so not only that, but you can tell there's been a lot of investment and there's a lot of uh, staff there now. Good. Uh, so they're all coming back. So so they've got staff. Immigrants. Yep, yep. So people coming back to New Zealand, working well, the, in hospitals. New Zealand needs immigration. Yeah, we need to do definitely. it. Definitely. And, and good people yeah. want to come here. So uh, hopefully hmm. they can keep up with it. I think there was still some issues in like um, supermarkets and places yeah. where you need, you know. Listen, if you want to make some money, apparently you can go get paid 30 bucks an hour to stock shelves and check people out. 30 and, bucks? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> and potentially, now they're talking about. I need that I talked to one uh, grocer who was like, I am. Um, you know they're working on housing leases and stuff because yeah. so they can bring in people just to work. Like the you know I'm not nothing against anybody who's you know st- I stock shelves. You know mm. what I mean? Uh, I used to work in supermarkets. Yeah, and but I would have liked thirty bucks. An hour. Yeah, I think I got but eleven dollars an hour. Not even that. When I suppose I was the flip side is you you are paying to live in Queenstown though. This is true. That's, that's it's not expensive. a cheap place to live. Yeah, there's not public no. transportation. There's food's uh-huh. expensive. You know, we were out to dinner a couple of times and got yeah, some interesting bills. Yeah, spendy for sure. But you but, had a good time. But anyway, no, I think overall I could feel like. Queenstown's really ready to pop, and yep. it's going to have a big winter and big summer and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And I did not bring any of my Martin Bro Pinot Noir. All they want is Hawks Bay Reds down there, so that's Good. nice to hear. That's, you know, that's interesting. There's plenty of room for that there. Cool. You know, you figure you got all these Australians coming over to go skiing. They want some big Reds. They want some big Reds. So yeah, give them some local stuff or localish stuff because they got Pinot covered down there. Yeah. Yeah, as it's we kind of close to some, Newcastle. Some situation. great ones, and it looks like today we have. Uh, we do. We've got a couple to taste later one. on, which um, I'll. They're they're all from the same company. They're both from the same company. Yeah, but, it's, they're, but they're quite different. It's funny, like the palette down there is. They don't. They can't even sell. Like we're with the same distributors, Black Estate, who yeah. makes amazing wines and yeah. great Pinot, and can't sell it. And <laughs> that's how they're like, nah, it's just not quite. You yeah, know, it's not our target. We enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and we'll be right back. Hey everybody, Decibel Wines is the newest tasting room in the best block of Hastings City, on the East Block, where it's all happening. 
We're right in the heart of the action with uh, you know the distillers and the common room and a bunch of great restaurants and other uh, great shops in the, as our neighbors in the area. There's something for everyone in our shop though with 18 wines available under the Decibel Junta and Testify collections. We're treating podcast listeners to a 15% discount. That's pretty that's pretty good. On our website with the code podcast15 at checkout, head to decibelwines.com and use the promo code podcast15. I believe that's all caps. Uh, you know, I moved to New Zealand all alone in 2008 and started making these wines in 2009. I moved here with a dream and literally just a few bucks in my pocket. Uh, it all started with a very small amount of Decibel Malbec, Sauvignon Blanc, and of course Pinot Noir from Martinborough. I make all these wines, buying fruit from so many great growers around Hawke's Bay and Martinborough. Um, so please come visit us uh, when you're in Hawke's Bay. I'm usually in the shop hanging around. Uh, if I'm not there, there's some other great people helping out and know the story and know about all the wines. Or just visit decibelwines.com and use promo code PODCAST15 at checkout for 15% off. Cheers. And now we're back. So what else? What else is going on? What else is kind of making you grin? Um... Uh, well, laugh. Uh, the the one like news story I was ta- I heard is uh, I just recently saw this awesome clip of Dylan Moran on a talk show. Love Dylan Moran, and, and amazing guy, like so funny. And mm-hmm. I I loved uh, what was it called the black black books. black books. Love that show and everything. But apparently, and this is shocking, people are walking out of a. Sh- he's on tour now in New Zealand. <gasps> I heard about this. And he's hammered. <laughs> he's hammered. Oh no, this is so bad. Because he had a very, very public um, battle with alcoholism, mm. and I think. It, but then he came. Then he kind of got over that. Mm. I saw him a couple of years back, as before before the pandemic, or just after the. Oh, the last time I was here, I saw him in Wellington. Fantastic. Like, you know, you have to wear incontinence knickers because it's he was yeah. so funny. Yeah, he's hilarious you know, person. Really hilarious. But I had heard that things kind of came a little bit unstuck recently. I, I didn't read through it all, but um, I guess I could. Doing uh, his latest performance, people walking out, that's, that's not great. It's a shame. It's a shame because he's I mean, usually super funny. Yeah, he might be, uh, yeah. Might back be losing on the, the losing, well, he's certainly off the wagon. Back, oh, yeah, he's, mm. yeah, off the wagon, or whatever. He huh. certainly. I mean, it's part of his thing, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. So, but he could so, have been in character. Yeah, so uh, don't know, mm. but uh, pretty witty guy. And, Definitely. Uh, how about you? What's going on in your world? Oh, it's been busy. Um, so, a couple of days ago, we had our, had our Dish Magazine um, Syrah tasting panel. So, you know, every issue of the magazine, we we focus on a. Um, you know, style of wine, mm. or it could be uh, a craft beer style, or it could be a, you know, New Zealand gin, or, you know, it could be vodkas or whiskeys or, you know, something. So we had Syrah, had 60 entries, which is great. It's really healthy um, number of entries and at this particular yeah. moment in time from all over New Zealand. So say, Syrah yeah. from all over the country. Um, yeah, very exciting. I can't wait to kind of, you know, tell everyone the results nice. of that, which is really fun. Mostly Hawke's Bay, though? Um, Kind of a mixture. Um, You know, the usual suspects, Hawke's Bay, Waiheke, you know, a couple of southern stars, which is kind of fun. Um, What's what's kind of giving me a little bit of, um, oh, I tell you what, 
Have you ever been on the, the bunnings.co.nz website? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Bunnings. We all know Bunnings. It's like just uh, the I best. I love it because you can just uh, find your aisle and bay. Yeah. And you just go. Because, you know, I'm a guy. I, You're I don't, a guy. I don't go shopping. I go hunting. <laughs> So I'm gonna go hunt for some <laughs> some spackle, or so, go hunt for a, a can of uh, you know stain hunting. or something, and, and it's like I want to know right where it is. I'm yep. just gonna go in, I'm gonna yep. get it, and then I'm gonna check out and get the hell out of there, you know. So when you're when you're on the Bunnings.co.nz website, mm-hmm. have you ever read the the customer reviews no. of products? <laughs> oh, this is gold. That I. Can't believe I've gone all these years on this planet and not actually, until now, taken much notice of the Bunnings.co.nz mm-hmm. um, customer reviews Never of really inanimate objects. So there's one that I found the, the other day, which is just hilarious. It's for their um, their 20-litre pail. You know, Bunnings do their own buckets. Oh, yeah. You can buy a bucket with the sure. word with Bunnings written on it. And um, they have a classic 20-litre 20-litre pail, and a number of people have been reviewing the bucket. Wow. And they've just got people, it's 46 five-star ratings, which I thought was fantastic. A couple of one-stars, but I don't know, they're obviously not bucket aficionados. But, um, you know, people saying, I'd heard the tales from near and far of this so-called Bunnings bucket, how it had changed lives been there when the going got tough and did its job as an amazing water holder. So I stepped up and got the bucket and the legends are true. It's next level to have one of these. I notice women look at me differently now and the blokes respect me more (laughs) now that they know I own a bucket. I was even confident enough to wear my hat backwards the other day. When I was carrying the buttock, the bucket. The buttocks. <laughs> <laughs> if you need a life change or need to move some water, this is the bucket for you. Yes, I recommend this product. Um, and, you know, bought one of these the other day. Everything I put in it just fell out. Couldn't believe it. I took it back and the person at the returns counter had the audacity to tell me I'd been using it upside down. Seems the bucket is working perfectly now. Five mm-hmm. stars. It's like there's all sorts of these like bits of pipe, you know. People are reviewing; they're taking the time out of their day to well, it reminds post me these of, great uh, reviews. This great guy I've been following on Instagram. He's from Canada, and uh, he's hey. like a real. Oh, well, he's a real bogan. Okay, and he's like got this like amazing workshop, and he's always doing these projects. And his <laughs> um, his his whole shtick. His, his I think his Instagram handle is called What No Way. <gasps> Oh, I've seen that guy. Yeah, he's amazing. He is and, great. And there's so many tricks that I've seen in there where I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Like buckets where, you know, when, we're, when we do our picking, the buckets yeah. all get stuck together. The plastic they get buckets. More, yeah, they, and yeah, yeah, they do. And never thought, just get a little air compressor gun and just shoot it in there, and then the buckets all come apart instead of trying to pull them with two or three people. Do you know what I mean? Like a air comp- oh, like, like the air compressor that you what, you push, that you... Um, pump your car tires yeah, but, up with. Yeah, but you might have a, a gun with it. Mm. Like, it's like you and he puts it tires. where in the bucket? He puts it under the, like if the buckets are stuck together. Yeah. He put, like he this saw the video. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. He saw probably. the video. So just follow the guy. What? No way. And, uh, yeah, but, but I've his, seen him. his whole, st- he says, what? No way. No way. For fuck's sake. <laughs> he says the same thing. Or, I've been doing it that way, the wrong way. <laughs> And it's always like tying straps or buckets or like some kind of thing. The other day, you know, the caulking gun that you have. Yes. I've never even known this. I've done. There's a little thing on the side that if you squeeze it, it can cut the 
cut the nozzle. And oh, see, I know again. that. Yeah, yeah. And, he's, and he was like, what? And he's like, oh, for fuck's sake, it even <laughs> says nose cutter right here or whatever it is. <laughs> I never did that, you know? I love that. Yeah, he's great. Um, what else is there's a do you know I've, I'm I'm going to start doing a thing like bookmarks of joy okay right because I'm on Twitter all the time it's I have an unhealthy obsession with Twitter I've, I've seen the on there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and um, I bookmark so much stuff to that I want to go back to later mm. and I forget to go back to it and then when I finally do go back to my bookmarks I just can't stop grinning because I'm bookmarking all this great stuff. Mm. That I think I must try and work that into conversation somehow. I never do. Um, this is the place. This know, is the place yeah, to do it. Yeah, this yeah. is the place to do bookmarks of joy. Um, someone, someone said, "Okay, put the challenge out to the Twitter sphere. What can you say during sex, but also during a family dinner? Okay. Like, what are some of the things that are acceptable?" And I just, I loved it because Eric Idle, you know, Eric Idle from Monty Python. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, "Pass the butter." Pass the butter. <laughs> And I thought one. that was just so delightful. Yeah, like, there's some delightful. there's some raunchy, uh, obvious ones, but then you can uh, you got to be creative with it, you know. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you could say unfold things. <laughs> yeah, unfold things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you know, lots of funny things like that. I just thought, yeah, bookmarks of joy. Um, so that's been giving me a, a few lols. Um, what else? Oh, since our last recording, I've caught up with some people that. Um, I used to, like, that I haven't seen for a very long time, like yeah. 25, 30 years. Like, since like, the people I used to run with, like, um, roar around with mm-hmm. as, a, as a teenager. Yeah. And um, I went to a party the other night, and it was a good old stand-around party. Nice. Yeah, just a stand-around party, mainly because there were no chairs. Did you have red cups? We didn't yeah. have red cups. <laughs> we should have, but no yeah, one bought yeah. any red cups. Um, so it was a good old stand around party at, at a house that um, we all used to all used to kind of party at, and it was owned ended up being owned by a friend of ours who has to, for whatever reason, you know, has to kind of fix it up and um, and sell it. So it was this, the last hurrah for this house that. Um, you know, all of us old kind of like um, punks and skins and, you know, scarheads and rasters and metalers. You know, we were all these different groups. So it was an old Bay. house? Have you been to that house before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, a, it was, it was our old party house nice, from when nice. we were teenagers, right? Yeah. And for, I don't know how it happened, but it ended up in the hands of a girl that was in our group, you mm. know, and, and she has to fix it up and sell it. And so she was like, put the message out on Facebook. Come on, you know, the last hurrah for this house before it has to be clean. Awesome. And it was so awesome. And I haven't, you know, you just pick up where you left off with people, but it doesn't even matter that no, decades have gone everybody by. everybody falls back into the And same it was thing. just great. And I've never seen so many people in their 40s, like, get so physically... Um, angry about trying to monopolize the Spotify because <laughs> it was like we're on, I want to play this song I want to yeah. play this song it's like oh and someone fell on a cactus ooh on their butt oh uh, yeah that's usually good yeah yeah but you know, I guess we it's all, better than the front you know? better than the front but we all kind of leapt in like it was no big thing everyone's pulling out these big spikes oh, out of this poor ones. poor young man's do you get um, like infection on that too? You can, yeah, but yeah. A, I think he's okay, okay now. So that was fun. So that, that sounds awesome. But if, you know. I often think, at, uh, and, and this probably would include some red cups, that <laughs> some of the best times were like keg parties 
in backyards, especially for a guy. Like, I don't even drink much beer anymore. Yeah. Like, I might, you know, after picking or something, mm. yeah, on a hot day. But uh, the freedom of a man at a keg party near trees and woods. <laughs> It's like one of the greatest things ever, you know, <laughs> and you just keep going. You know, you're literally drinking while you're peeing, you yeah. know what I mean? And, you're very uh, lucky. And, uh, but then, you know, the girls would always make do. They had Find to do it, do it, you know, nature calls, as they yeah. say. But, Wait, this, this, how did we end up going down the urination I don't know. Well, route. I was talking more about the keg party, but you turned it into urination. But <laughs> and, <laughs> I'm uh, drinking while I'm weeing. Yeah. No, uh, okay. so yeah, yeah, but I love those, those, uh, old, you know, those teenage days. You yeah, know. it was, was just a, great. Yeah, it was good. But in, and it's, it is fun once in a while if you got to replicate it. It happens here sometimes, like somebody will have a party, like out on a vineyard yeah. or something, and there's a little bonfire, and everybody's just standing around, standing around, yeah. standing around a bonfire, standing around a brazier, you know, like just, just mm-hmm. like the old, old days, yeah, because no one had any furniture. No. <laughs> And we'll be right back. Howdy everyone, I'm Yvonne Lorcan, the co-founder and chief tasting officer for WineFriend, the best subscription service for wine in the land. And it's the best because my team and I hunt high and low to find amazing, interesting wines that we match to your individual taste buds. And then we deliver them to your door at a price and frequency that suits you. Now we know you want to try new wines, but we also know it's really hard to break free from those boring, safe, same olds from the supermarket. And it sucks when you spend good money on something new, but it doesn't taste great to you. Because everyone tastes wine differently, right? So we take the hassle and guesswork away, because if we know how your taste buds work, then you can trust us to go away and find great wines just for you. It's easy, just go to winefriend.co.nz, click on Get Started to answer a few fun questions about your taste preferences, choose one of our three awesome plans, your combo of reds and whites, and how often you'd like them delivered, and then sit back and wait for a whole new world of wine to open up. They're wines from all over the world, they're wines that I personally really love, and they're wines that you're not going to find in your average supermarket. Plus, each bottle comes with a neck tag written by moi with handy notes that'll impress your friends. Our plans are totally flexible, you're not locked into anything, and you can buy more of the wines that you love with a simple tap or a click. Just use the promo code Yvonne, that's Y-V-O-N-N-E, for 24% off your first subscription case. So become a wine friend and we'll all live happily ever after. Cheers, and on with the show. Um, do we want to taste some wine? I bought some wine I think, along. Yeah, sooner sooner the better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, this is very interesting. So well, that's an I've older got one. two that wines is. from Grasshopper Rock. All right, Grasshopper Rock in Central Otago, and um, the reason and they're in uh, Alexandra, by the way. So the reason I bought these along is they're two of the same vineyard wines, two Pinots, one from 2013 and one from 2019. Apparently, they're in Ernsklau. 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 I would say Ernsklau back in my You'd day. You'd say Ernsklau? No, I'd it's say Ernsklau. I don't know. You know, that's, that's very Scottish okay. sounding to me. So, and what else? What else? What I also bought are my um, two nice. special Central Otago Pinot Noir glasses. These have got Mount Difficulty written on them, wow. but they're not going to, they won't. They won't mind. But these were specially designed by Riedel um, just for Central Otago Pinot Noir. Whoa. I know. It's pretty special. Pretty snazzy. It's got that little thing at the top. And a little, uh, like a little fluted lip. 
I think is what we'll call it. Do you mind, should we call it a fluted lip? Sure. <laughs> 2013 first? Uh, we do yeah, a that's probably comparison? a good idea. Yeah, I think it's good. Oh, Look yeah, at that colour. Good little age colour to it. There you go. So these guys, um, I don't know, maybe you can confirm this for me, but uh, obviously they've been around since at least 2013. Do you know how long they've been around for? Um, uh, planted in 2003, it says. Yes, so, yes. Um, but I feel like in the last sort of four Early or five years, they've really, I see their wines more. I yes. hear more about them. Yep. Um, yeah. No, they definitely are. Um, so, yeah, early 2000s when the vineyard was, was planted. Um, but you definitely see more Grasshopper Rock wines around the place. You see their name splashed um, around. They're just generating a lot of interest. So this uh, 2013 vintage, which was, okay, I'll tell you about the vintage, shall I? Cool, very cool spring, very small amount of um, flowering, um, nice late harvest. Um, the, well, the late harvest they were expecting didn't eventuate due to above average temperatures in February and March. So this is interesting. So back in 2013, they harvested this fruit in the 20, between the 22nd and the 25th of April. And the 2019 that we're going to taste, they were um, three weeks ahead of that. Yeah, you can get that in Otago. Amazing, yeah. Some really hot days sometimes. Yeah. And Pinot um, is notoriously can just shoot up in sugars. Mm. And that's why sometimes you might get a pretty... Pretty warm, pretty hot Otago Pinot. So this 10-year-old Pinot Noir starting to get that kind of bricky, bricky red, bricky brown tint to it. I mean, here's here's my uh, humble opinion as a Hawke's mm. Bay uh, guy who makes Pinot. Is a lot of times there's uh, – and there are some Pinots out there in Central Otago is guilty as anybody where you go, well, I just paid 75 bucks for this bottle of wine and it was mm. kind of what was there. You know, what did I get? But you got to let these wines age, you yeah. know, and uh, the good ones, especially even a lot of the mid-tier ones, you know, if you can hold on to them, I mean, that's the thing about Pinot is they, they do develop so much character over time. They change so much. And I'm always excited when I go back to the U.S. because they're usually two or three vintages behind, depending on the state and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they go, oh, and I go, oh, you guys have the, you know, the 16. And they go. Oh, yeah, is that all right? I'm like, no, it's great. great. Like, you yeah. know, I mean, I, of course, I want to sell my wines as quick as I can, but I love the yeah. idea of like being able to taste wines. So, what are you tasting in this wine? Like, I'm loving the fact that it's kind of gone from being classic, you know, new Pinot, cherry, and red mm. currant, and all of that kind of stuff to this soft, almost kind of tobacco-y, slightly I was say smoky leather kind of leather. Yeah, yeah, it's all these sort of tertiary mm. characters now. Mm. As a bit of Pinot for breakfast. Um, and fresh, like the mm. acidities. It still tastes yummy. Really lush. You know? And I think some of that has mm. to do with screw cat. Yep. Um, and the fact that it's central Pinot and, and made a certain way. 13% alcohol, so. Um, that, that helps. It's not, lighter. Four, it's not 14. Mm -hmm. you know? Even 13 is kind of a good sweet spot. Yeah. Um, 10 months in French oak, 30% new. And yet it's not. The, I mean, the tannins are there, but they're just kind of a little bit prickly. You know, they're not... Um, yeah, I wouldn't say this comes mm. off as oaky or anything, you know. It's just very nice wine. Yeah, I'm loving it. Yeah, you can still buy it too. So this is kind of a library release. Uh, it's about $50 a bottle. No, it's very There's only a you know, small amount of it. So, yeah. um, 
Yeah, loving that. Do you want to um, look at the 2019 yeah, I'm now? Yeah, drink the rest of this. You got to drink the rest like of that. Yeah. yeah. So while you're drinking that, mm-hmm. mm. and I love these glasses. Very good glasses. They're the best. Can people buy those glasses somewhere? I don't know. You have to contact the people at Riedel. And is it Riedel or Riedel? I would think if it's German, it's Riedel. Riedel. Mm. Riedel's doesn't sound. It's like saying mm. Vidal's is Vidal's. Yeah, I used to also. call it <laughs> Right, okay, so this is um, the 2019. Um, okay, for a start, very, very different color. Six Must be nice for people younger. who are hearing that wine port. Oh, yeah, you can see a total difference total in color. Total difference in color. Like so same vineyard, bright. everything? Everything is the same, but everything is not the same. So same vineyard, same producer, but quite different stats in terms of, well, I want you to taste it first and tell me what you think um, the main difference is in terms of the mouthfeel because there's quite... Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's definitely kind of comes off of the nose a little sweeter, but it doesn't come off. Mm. Mm. Way juicier, way fruitier. Bigger. Bigger. And that's because it's 14% Uh alcohol. Mm. So, again, it was picked three weeks earlier because, like I said, it was getting too too hot. Yeah. So three weeks, yeah, two, three weeks earlier – um, same deal though, a um, little bit longer in oak, so 11 months in oak, um, 29% new, and it's quite, you know, the. it seems like it's got more of a grippy character to it, you know, it's hanging around, it's kind of coating my, you know, the my, the mid palate, my more. It's beefier, <laughs> it's beefier, it, it'll, um, yeah. yeah. $42 a bottle on the website. Also, you know. Vine age things like yeah. that could be playing a lot of lot of different. Um, that's why it's fun to like have a winery that mm. you, you know you follow along with and and say uh, you know I'm going to try this one this one. And Pinot mm. is great for that too because there's vintage var- so much vintage variation. The good totally. places roll with it a little bit, you know. And so that 2013, the grapes were only 10 years old because mm. they were only planted in 2003. So they're 16. No, um, what are we 20? 2013, 2016, so 13 years old. That's a baby. Mm. I think I prefer the 13, but, you know, it's mostly because of all the other stuff going on, you know. Yeah, and it's so nice to be able to try 10-year-old Pinot Noir that's still so fresh that's and still so vibrant. We, we drink them too quick, you yeah. know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, that's one of the toughest things about making wine is, you know, like most people are just going to buy it, open it, and drink it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to cellar it in the um, in the boot of my car on the way home yeah. from the store. Yeah, exactly. That's what I hear a lot of. I what? Uh, so we have a little cellaring program at our place where we keep a few pallets back all the time, just because these fuckers can't be trusted. You know? oh, man, I love the licorice <laughs> note coming through on the um, 2019. Well, before we get too late, because I know you got a hard mm. out, you want to hear some music that I... Uh, yeah. So I'll just play a clip. Um, play this me some Pinot that, drinking music. Yeah. Um, so growing up, I was, you know, like anything else growing up in Philly, you, you know, soaks into the blood. Um, hip-hop does, uh, mm-hmm. indie rock, all that kind of stuff. 
is around, but R and B is around a lot. So uh, yeah. you know the likes of uh, Teddy Pendergrass, and even yeah. somebody like I would even argue somebody like Hall and Oates, who were not played on white radio for the first few albums. Nobody knew they were white guys. Is that right? Yeah, for the first in the seventies until they like really hit, hit hit, and they came from that Philly soul sound, right? Uh, which is you know basically R and B. And um, so anyway, I. Can't get it out of me. I still mm-hmm. listen to a lot of R&B, always looking for new artists. And I used to listen to this guy, Cautious Clay, a lot. Who, Never heard of Cautious Clay. This guy kind of reminds me of Cautious oh. Clay, and his name is Odie. Odie. O-D-I-E. Oh, and it's, O-D-I-E. It's, it's super, like, chill music. Oh, I like. Yeah. Ooh, nice voice. Yeah, these guys are usually real handsome, too. Kind of. Reminds me. A little Frank Ocean-y. Yeah, I would say that. That's I'd say the thing that was cool about Frank Ocean was he he definitely was on the front end of a trend of this kind of it's a little bit electronic and mm. uh, pretty well produced music, but also um, I don't know enough about Odie yet, but say somebody like Cautious Clay, mm. he writes all the music, he plays all, a lot of the instruments, he can play saxophone and stuff. You he know? sounds a little bit like, sounds a little bit like a, um, like a, a, I guess a black artist version of John Mayer, vocally. Okay, okay, if you say Just so. vocally. Yeah. Got some... Pipes. Got some pipes, 75 million listens on that so he's not not that rare yeah 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 almost 76 million yeah yeah so somebody's listening out there and i've only just this is his newest album Hmm. uh so yeah i like it i like it a lot odie odie so i'm thinking listening to odie odie analog i think it's a couple years old this song anyway doesn't matter. Doesn't yeah. matter how old it is. It's new for me. Yeah. And I think it's fantastic um, music to drink grasshopper rock pen and wire with. There you go. Anything else? Any other tunes? Uh, or is that the highlight for today? That was one. I probably have one more. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I do have one more. I do have one more. Now, this is, could be, <laughs> sorry, this is exciting. <laughs> so I had heard of this uh, sort of group. On their first album, and and thought, oh, these guys are good, but they've just released another one. Now this is jazz, okay? This is jazz. Not jazz. Now this is a bit of a a bit of a super group in jazz. Well, you know, we need music to do work too sometimes. You know, Uh, I think this is. Actually, I haven't. I was telling Aaron I haven't slept much lately, so this could be quite good. So there you go. You'll have nice dreams. I'm so mean. I'm sorry. So this is a group called Artemis, who is an all-female jazz group. They're kind of like started as a super group. They kind of got together for different reasons. And now, and you heard of them, and they were really good, and that was cool. But now they actually are a band, or, you know, they've like been been together for a few years now. Okay. And they've just put out this new album uh, called In Real Time. I'm keeping my mind open. Keep it open. My mind open. I mean, this is, you know, you got to let it soak yeah. into you, you know what I mean? But this particular song really uh, stood out to me. It's called Timber, and it's one of the tracks on their new album. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, 
you're at the computer, you're doing some work, you know, you're in the tasting room. It can't be hip-hop all the time or punk all the time, all right? We need no, some... it can't. I agree, Dan. I agree. I just... I'm Give it a chance. I'm put giving the, it a chance. Put the, put the Artemis new album on. Okay. And, uh, all right, I'll spare you the rest. Oh, no, uh, don't. <laughs> I feel really bad because I I do I'm, I will give it a go. Give it a go. I will give it a go. I mean, I've just had a couple of six bad amazing women. You know what I mean? Don't, look, okay. It's modern too. You know if what I mean? Yes. Okay. It's not a bunch of turds just all waffling on. You know, for their own. These these women are accomplished. These women are waffling on on their own. Yeah. No. There you go. <laughs> the other one I really like, who's it, it, to me sounds really new and fresh, is this, this kid called Joey Alexander, who's a bit of a prodigy. He started out when he was like nine or ten. Yeah. Now, now he's probably got to be pushing twenty years old now. Joey Alexander is jazz. Yes, but he's from Singapore, I think. But now he's in New York and okay. recording with all the best hmm. guys. And his music's upbeat and fresh. It's great. Yeah. Okay. yeah so. You gotta I'm stretch sh- a little I'm bit, stretching. Yvonne, you know? I will. God's sake! You have a musical ear, so this should I do. This, I, this should strike a note with you at some stage. It is. Stri- it is striking a note. No, no, but you kind of do have to be on your own. If you need mm. a little help, I got you. If you know what I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. Thanks. Got some of that reefer, man. <laughs> some of that jazz reefer, <laughs> man. Jazz reefer, reefer, man. You know those jazz guys. You can, uh, I will try. Try it out. Thank you. All right. I'll only, I'll, I'll only try the ones you recommend out, though. Okay. Okay. All right. So you got to be my start shepherd. Start with those two. You've got to be my shepherd. You've got to be my guide. Artemis and Joey Alexander. Okay. But I mean, seriously, you don't, you don't, like, you've never put on a John Coltrane album and just... Yes, no, I have. Okay. I've put on... I have. And I used to um, be into the... Um, like Blue Note Blue records. Note and, you know, these guys are on Blue Note, I believe. Okay, on, well, then that's okay, then. Yeah, they're on the Blue don't Note. Don't get all defensive. Yeah. <laughs> God's sake. Didn't know I'd be on this podcast Touchy. defending a bunch of women musicians. <laughs> I don't. You know? uh, look, women or not, if they've, got, they've got to be good musicians. As long as they're good musicians. These, I don't care what are, gender they are. They're the superstars in their field. Okay, you know? I, I believe you. And I will I will look them up because I do like a little bit of Blue Note. But I just... All right, I better stop playing that so that Thanks. we don't get a... All right, you got your heart out. Yes, I do. I have to go because my ceilings are being cleaned in like five minutes. So um, thank you. Thank you, Aaron. And, um, yeah, email us on yndpodcast at gmail.com. Go and check us out on the the socials and um, all of that kind of What was the – in the beginning you said uh, we want – Oh, interview. if you're coming to Hawks Bay. Yeah, yeah interview yeah. people. Yeah. Come it's okay. You can play the theme music, yeah, yeah, Aaron. It's good. It's all right. Um, yes, let us know if you're coming to town mm. or, or if you're going to be in uh, New York, Philadelphia, Shut North Carolina's, Dublin, Stockholm, or Scusi, Tuscany. Enough. Uh, <laughs> Dan. I'm definitely going to try to call you from Tuscany and be like, oh, Not hello. caring. Not We're just good. going to a campsite. You know? I'm in Hastings, it's fine. You can come and just watch our two-year-old. You know? Thanks. This podcast is hand-picked, whole-bunch-pressed, wild-fermented, and produced unfined and unfiltered by Daniel Brennan and Aaron Cash at New Song Studio. 